This is casting director Robin Cass, and you're listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Hey, Wainyaks. I want to start by saying thank you so much for your continued support. As we move to having weekly releases of the podcast, your support matters now more than ever. Please make sure you're telling your friends and fam about the show, and most importantly, subscribing and giving us five-star reviews wherever you listen to your podcast, especially on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Those positive reviews and your encouragement are how I get these great guests, including the powerhouse we have with us today. As I've mentioned before, I feel like I was raised by television. King of the Hill and Will and Grace taught me humor. Dancing with the Stars taught me confidence. And Big Brother, which we are focusing on today, taught me about perseverance and the nuances of human behavior. When you trap 20-ish strangers in a house for up to 90 days with a goal of being the last one standing so you can win half a million dollars, you're going to learn a lot about what people are capable of. For 20 years, wow, our guest today was in charge of picking the people who got to play this game and has now shifted her focus to casting several new shows that will be airing this year. I'm very excited to welcome casting director and reality TV pioneer Robin Cass. Hello. Hi, that was that was like the sweetest opening. I loved it so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I, I thank you for being here. I, I really um, appreciate your time. You know, yeah. I, I know you are in the midst of, of preparing for new shows and, and working on new projects. But, I mean, you have really been around for so long and, and are a veteran in the reality TV show world. Um, you know, I guess one question I'm, I'm thinking now is, is, after all of these years, what do you think is like kind of a difference between casting shows back then when reality was just getting started and doing them now. Oh my gosh, Wayne, it is night and day from then and now. For people who have um, followed me on social media, sometimes I'll do like throwback pictures. And a while ago, I threw back a picture of, I, th I want to say when we were casting maybe like Big Brother 3 or 4, and all the submissions would come VHS tape through the mail, snail mail, and each of the casting producers would have one of those little like TV VHS combos, and we would, you know, open up the envelope, everything was handwritten, all the applications were handwritten, and the outreach was complete. It was a different world. It was a different world. My job was definitely different, obviously, um, social media and just having a computer um, has changed a lot of how we can outreach, how we can speak to people, the speed of how many people we can get through phone calls, videos. I mean, when we started Big Brother, there was really no Skyping. So we would have to meet each person in person. And if they couldn't get to 
um, a city that we were at or we couldn't get to the place that they were at, we had to sort of decide what we wanted to do from there. So um, as far as my job, uh, the, the world of Zoom and Skype and social media has definitely been um, a huge benefit when it comes to casting. You know, the connectivity of it all. The world is really becoming, uh, getting closer and closer together. And I love that. And I feel like there that provides, you know, so many more opportunities for a lot of people to get sure. connected with people like you and, and it, it, such. And that's the thing is we would go to a big city. We would try to go to the cities that were, you know, eight, that anybody was sort of sort of able to get to but like we didn't go to alaska and now it's very easy to reach someone in alaska um as long as we have internet connection i mean we can really talk to anybody you don't have to be in a big city to apply for for any show which is so cool every production company is different every network is different so you sort of you know when i start a new project and, um, and even all these years of doing Big Brother US, I'm still always doing other projects. I know a lot of people think that I was on Big Brother for 20 years and it was, you know, my bread and butter. I do Big Brother US maybe three months out of the year. I'm always doing other projects. And it's, um, it's a bit of a learning experience. You know, every producer is different. Every network is different. So although the way we cast the show with submissions and interviews and semifinals and finals. Um, I mean, Canada definitely took the mold from me from Big Brother US, um, but dealing with personalities, dealing with producers and network, um, yeah, it's a, it's a completely different experience. It's totally different people. Um, and so that is, is the biggest difference in, in casting the U.S. and uh, and the Canadian version. The Canadian version's a little bit, I want to say it's probably a few weeks shorter. Um, we usually lock the cast sooner before production, um, and it's different personalities, you know? I mean, they trust different things I say, and maybe U.S. doesn't, and vice versa, you know? It's just sort of getting to know the nuances of, of new networks and production companies and how they like to work. And, you know, you start the casting process, uh, and everyone listening, I'm gonna, I'm kind of speaking in present tense, even though this is like a little bit of a past tense while we're speaking on this specific sure. uh, uh, subject of Big Brother U.S. Do you, do the people in charge kind of let you know where the season is going what kind of twists are going to be there um ahead of time so and does that affect you know the way you look at people and choosing different characters um you know every season is different if it is a show twist i would not be privy to that so i know mm. um people think i'm casting for specific show twists uh, what does that mean? Um, if they're in groups at the beginning, um, I might not know that. Um, I, I mean, different things that happen really once they move in the house, I, I don't know. They might come to me and say, you know, this season we would like to have, um, I mean, I'm going way back, but like a, you know, season four or season five where we had different people with connections in the house. Those are the things that they would tell me beforehand. Um, you know, secret friendship, season six, um, those types of things obviously that affect casting. But as far as just casting the show as a whole, 
I mean, it's, it's pretty similar every year. You know, we start with thousands of people and um, we look at thousands of submissions. And I think that between myself and the staff I've had sort of on for Canada and US, um, you know, we have, there is, a, there is a gut feeling when you watch these people, whether you feel like they're going to be great for the show or not. Um, and that's why I always suggest to people to take a little time with your video, make sure it expresses who you are. Um, I think it's always interesting when, you know, we announce, okay, applications are open and then I'll get, you know, 300 applicants in the, in the first 24 hours. And it's like, that's amazing because I know people are super excited about the show, whatever show it might be. But on the flip side, I'm like, these 300 people are going to send me an email in two months saying, oh, I really wish I would have thought about this more. So many other things I wanted to talk about. So I always suggest to people, don't wait till the last minute. But also on the flip side, you don't have to be the very first person to turn in your application. Spend time thinking about how you want to portray yourself, how you want to play the game, what type of person you want to be on the show what you want to let us know early on about you. Um, and to be totally honest, Wayne, I can't even remember the question you asked me. I just started rambling. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, I love a rambler. It makes my job easier. So <laughs> not a problem. But you spoke, you were, you mentioned, you know, some of the earlier seasons right now and, and connections. You know, I the first episode of my podcast, I actually interviewed Nokomis. And she wow. infamously had the the situation. Six finger plan. Yeah, the six finger plan. She met her brother in the sh on in the show in the house. Yeah. They didn't know that yeah. really that the other existed. Did you have any like part to play in that? Yeah, yeah. All the twists from early on. We did those pretty heavy twists in season um, four, five, and six were obviously big twists. And you know, I don't know if twists like that would even be viable these in these seasons just because everybody is so nosy you know like <laughs> it, 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 you know I, I love the example of um of Devon realizing uh the twins were in the house you know it's kind of one of my favorite moments of <laughs> had she just kept it in that secret that she knew she might have been able to use it and you know and further her game but it's like people as a whole we just we cannot wait to tell other people gossip you want to know mm. you want to let your friend know about this or that and it's like with now in the day and age where it's so easy to get a hold of people, to find people, to connect with people, I don't think anybody would be able to keep that secret. You know, if we were to reach out to somebody, let's say like as a fluke, you know, like we did um, the exes, when we reached out to the exes, nowadays, I think any ex would just be dying to tell their ex just to brag, not realizing that like, we probably got the information from the ex and then they're going to talk and they know each other. And it's like, it's just another level of, it's so difficult for people to keep secrets. It's so difficult for people to not tell even one person <laughs> that they're in the process or this is happening. And it's usually 
they want to find a way to brag to somebody. And it could be their ex, their ex-friend, their enemy. Their, you know, that's why I, I'm not sure that those twists would um would 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 happen nowadays without the other side knowing something about it before being called by casting. And you know, not or not keeping your mouth shut can definitely be a downfall in the show. I've thought, but you know, it can also benefit you. But you know, I've thought to myself, if I ever played the game, you know, one of I would hope my strengths would be knowing how to really reel myself in in situations like that. Um, and I know you, you, everybody thinks that. Thinks like, that right, really, right. <laughs> I think if I was in the house, I'd be able to keep a secret too, and like. Just, and I mean, I use, and you laugh when I use the Devon because it's like everybody remembers that moment of like, she just, it was just too good. It was just too good. She had to let people know that she's the one that figured it out. And listen, that messy gameplay just makes it a better show for us to watch as viewers, right? Like mm. how much fun watching it sort of trickle down and watching the whole house figure out about it. And then when the day was over, all of us viewers were like, man she should have just she should have just kept it quiet kept it to herself you know well some things are just too juicy um and you know that's Maybe. one legendary moment a lot there's been so many also really great people that have met on the show um and have gone on to form relationships or have just had great chemistry um you know whether it be brendan and rachel jeff and jordan zach and frankie like when you're are you ever surprised or you kind of sometimes have in mind when you're choosing these people and putting them together like hmm there might be some sort of kinship there i could see these people getting along and then how often does it just come out of nowhere like wow did not see that coming wayne i would love to be able to say to you like <laughs> oh my gosh i totally knew it i planned it i mean i am always wrong um, these relationships always come out of left field for me. And when they start connecting, I am like, what? Like though, and then of course now it makes sense. If I told you some of the people who I thought might hook up, you and I would sit back and be like, Robin, you are, you know, high as a kite. What were you thinking? Of course now after the fact, um, but during the casting process, I'm always wrong. I, and, and everybody is, we never know who is going to actually hook up with who. Um, sometimes there might be like an alliance that I think, oh, I feel like these people might play well together. Um, but that's certainly, I mean, that's just a game. That is not part of the casting. We wouldn't mm. put a cast together and go, this person definitely is going to have a showman with this person, so let's put them both. I mean, I love using the example of um, Cody and Jessica, who like mm. during interviews during finals i mean both of them would have sworn on their parents lives that they were not going to hook up in the house there is no way in hell we would ever find somebody that would turn their head i mean cody was a man on a mission he is a marine that guy was not going to do anything that took his mind off the game and like, what, like two weeks in, they had fallen in love and, and now, you know, they're married, happy babies. I mean, but, and it all makes sense seeing them together. 
Um, and yes, I actually married them. So I was at their at their wedding and I actually performed the wedding, which uh, was amazing. Amazing. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, so full circle, but in a million years, if you went back and watched their interviews, there's no way in a million years I would have thought um I would have thought that he would have fallen for anybody. And um, you know, Jeff and Jordan, I mean, I, I think I, I thought that they were both fun and interesting. Did I think they'd end up together? No, Rachel and Brendan. And, um, I mean, every, if I go down the list, I mean, now look at this, uh, Memphis and Christmas. I mean, not in a million years, but I think that we <laughs> be together now, but they seem really happy. And, and, um, I love all the connections that come out of big brother. It is, it is such an interesting world. I always tell people that I think Cupid lives in the big brother house. It has nothing to do with me. I am not a matchmaker um, by any means, but yeah, there is something, there is something special about seeing people at their best and their worst. And that is why I think people fall in love in the big brother house, you know, for, for dating shows, which I cast a lot of, and a lot of people get swept up in sort of um, the fairy tale of a dating show. It's glamorous and it's expensive and everybody's hair and makeup is done and you have fancy cars and you go on lavish vacations. It's very easy to sort of fall into that world. And then when shooting ends, it's like, oh, you don't own a Ferrari. Oh, you don't live in a mansion. Oh, this is what you look like when you take your makeup off. Oh, you know, it's like those types of things. And in the Big Brother house, you see all of that. You see everybody at their best, their worst, when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're angry. And if you can still have feelings for somebody after seeing all of that, Hmm. I think that those relationships just sort of stand the test of time. I think it's it's kind of a cool way to meet someone. No, definitely. You get to experience all of a person and in such a interesting shared experience. And yes. everyone, we're going to get into some of these experiences even more right after this break. You never know who will show up to the Wayne Holtz podcast. Really happy to be here on the podcast. Thank you. Rock goddess Nina Diaz. You know, first of all, it begins with having the passion, having the passion for the music. TV host, author. And a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, don't forget that. Of course, Ross. And celebrity Big Brother contestant, Ross Matthews. When you reached out to me and asked if I'd be on your podcast, it was a no-brainer. I love people who create and contribute, and that is you. It is so nice to talk to you. Cool conversations with people we want to know more about. Hey guys, this is Chris Booker, and you're listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. This is J.D. Sampson, and you're listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. This is Perez Hilton, and you are listening to the Wayne Holtz Podcast. Listen to the Wayne Holtz Podcast free now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and at thewayneholtz.com. Hey, Wayneyacks, welcome back. We are here with Robin Cass, casting director. So when you start, okay, so when the, as the show was going on, they're, you know, not that they were nobodies, but these are people plucked out of different parts of America, you know, not necessarily they had a name behind them. And then I remember the season that Frankie Grande was cast, and I thought, huh, okay, I like that thought. Like, let's bring in someone who's not, like, a full celebrity 
at the time kind of quasi I don't know how to describe him but you know uh, <laughs> you know bringing in Frankie who is celebrity such, adjacent celebrity adjacent <laughs> who was such a light had a name why did y'all decide to do that you know I mean a lot of those we bring in all different types of people the things that a lot of viewers don't realize is just because somebody is celebrity adjacent, just because somebody is an online personality, doesn't mean they're not a fan of the show. You know, right. Frankie had been a fan of Survivor and I think maybe had applied for Survivor previously. He was a fan of Big Brother, had applied for Big Brother. So I would never use that against somebody. You know, mm. a lot of people will say, why would they put this person on, she's an influencer. Well, that's her job. I mean, I don't know what to say. She's an actress, she's a dancer, that's her job. Am I, should I penalize that person for having that job? Um, just because they have that job doesn't mean that they don't need the money or that they don't love the show. Um, and I think the drive to win and play and uh, be interesting is to me, better than finding somebody who has no interest at all. You know, as long as these people are willing to put themselves in there, I'm game. And as far as Frankie, whoever at the time, um, whoever his sister is slash was at the time, it didn't make me push him this way or that way. He just happened to be a guy who's a fan, who is fun and interesting, wanted to play the game. And those are the things that were really important um, at the time. So it's not like the network said, you need to find somebody who has a uber famous sister um, or you. It's just like this guy came through. He's fun. He's amazing. He did good in interviews. He wants to play the game. He's very athletic. Um, check, 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 check. And that's why he ended up on the show. It wasn't because of his sister and he wouldn't have not been on the show because of his sister, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. I love that. And someone who obviously is very passionate about the show knows it in and out. And I really love to hear her take uh, on the series is, of course, the host of the show, Julie Chen. Tell me a little bit about whatever interaction you have with her how, how is julie as just an in, i feel like she's an entity do you know what i mean she's not yeah, even really yeah. like a human being and not even make <laughs> that's not even like a chin bot joke that's just like a general like totally get that i don't i have i actually don't have a ton to say about julie i don't have a lot of interaction with julie i mean when i am done casting that's when production starts and once production starts, I'm on to other projects. I don't stay on the show. So I might go uh, to the stage on like a live show day and see Julie. It's a hi, hi, how you doing? Maybe a hug. Um, finale night, same thing. Um, but I, she would not be, I mean, I wouldn't like sit down and have a conversation with her. She is busy. She has a schedule. Um, there are people around her, hair and makeup, and um, I mean, uh, like, listen, I mean, I've seen her do um, run-throughs, and she's actually, I think she's actually funnier in person than she is on the show, than she is scripted on the show. Um, 
I feel like but, she has a great sense of humor, and especially when does. when the people come out of the house when they're eliminated, and she's either commenting on their game or maybe calling them out for something. Like she gets a true kick out of it, and she says some pretty funny shit. I gotta say it. I mean, I will say she's a fan of the show, which is always fun. And I will say those those small interactions that I've had with her, then they might be again, they might be on like a live show day where we sort of cross paths, and she will be like, "Oh my god." Robin, can you believe blah, 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 and we'll talk for a few seconds about something that's happened in the house and he told her and oh my gosh, I, I mean, we definitely have those moments. So it's nice that she is um, truly invested in the show, likes to watch the show. Um, and for, for anybody who listens, who watches Big Brother Canada, they know that the host, Arissa Cox, I mean, she, that girl is like hardcore super fan okay on i mean she like loves interacting with fans whether it's bbus canada or or any other international countries like she that is like her life um and so yeah listen i love working on shows where the hosts enjoy the show watch the show invested in the show i think that's important i think it shows also for viewers when they're watching the show, it's cool for them to be like, oh yeah, they get there, they understand what's going on, you know? I love that. And I won't be keeping you for much longer, but a small little Wayne question aside, because I've never watched Big Brother Canada. What season do you think is a good one to dive into? Oh my gosh. Let me just tell you something. Okay. I, and I love both shows so, and I've worked on both shows clearly, so I'm not gonna pick a favorite, um, but I think if you were to watch a season of Big Brother Canada, your jaw will be on the ground. It's real good. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I think a good one to start, season two is really good. The only reason why I don't, and season one is good too. They were just sort of finding their way on season one. Right. So you, so it's a little bit choppier. Um, the seasons now, seasons five, six, seven, eight, I mean, now we're casting season 10. I mean, it looks like, it is a well-oiled machine and uh, it is real good. But I would say start with season two and maybe work on from there. And I just heard that uh, Paramount Plus, I guess, is going to be streaming Big Brother Canada now. So you oh. can. I know. So okay. definitely go. Seriously, Wayne, watch a couple episodes and you are going to DM me and be like, girl. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay, so you you mentioned uh you know once the casting is over, you're still around during the season, but you move on to your other projects. I know you've got a lot of projects going on right now with um they've got working titles until we until the T <laughs> is officially released, but things with working titles like The Insider, What If, yeah. and yeah. Love in the Stars. Now that one yeah. sounds intriguing to me. <laughs> Um, Love in the Stars is a uh, dating relationship show based around astrology. Oh. So um, if you are somebody who believes in that, or you are a skeptic like me and want to be sort of brought into it, it a lot of the matchmaking and um, how people are paired up and the dates that they go on have a lot to do with astrology. So that was actually a really fun project to cast and to hear the similarities of um, people's signs and what they meant. And I definitely learned a lot. I did not know much about astrology going into it, but I definitely learned a lot. Um, that one just finished shooting. So 
the thing that a lot of people don't realize, I have a feeling you do, Wayne, but most shows besides Big Brother and maybe Love Island, you know, we cast, they shoot, and then they'll air maybe a year later after they go through post and everything going on. I mean, it's, it is interesting stepping away from Big Brother, which is like that, you know, immediate... <laughs> right, I, get right. pass it, I get to watch it I mean, it's, and it's like it's, it's all comes in a little package it's so much fun um and now these shows will air and i'll be like oh yeah i remember meeting that girl a year ago i'm so glad um so yeah so this year i have um three pretty big streaming shows coming up um i'm working on another one right now I don't have uh dates for them that you know streaming world is kind of fun and and different than um, if they don't have like a network, you know, this fall and air date, it's kind of like they can put it in the schedule whenever. And as soon as we know the dates that they are um, airing, they'll have a big announcement and then I'll be able to talk a little bit more freely about the projects. Um, that's, you know, it, it's different. It's different casting a show when people automatically know the name, they've heard of it, they know instantly if they want to be part of it or not, and then going on brand new projects where every person you're sort of explaining to them um, what the show is like and it's about and things change um, a lot during casting. So I'm super excited to see all of these projects this year and see how they pan out and, um, you know, I don't know the winners of these shows, so it's it's really fun. I can't wait to watch them. Oh, a little surprise for you. Okay. Well, everyone, make sure you are keeping up with Robin. She is on Instagram at Robin Casting, correct? No, no Robin, just at Casting. Thank you. K-A-S-S-T-I-N-G. Perfect. And I'll put the link to that in the episode description. Um, and before I let you go, Robin, I just want to do a quick little, like, memory association. I'm going to name a few um, former house guests and just tell me, like, a feeling or a thought when, when their name pops into your head or maybe a memory, okay? Okay, I'll try. Okay, no pressure, no pressure. We're easygoing here. Okay, so we'll start with, um, you know, the woman that was the first guest on the Wayne Holtz podcast, Miss Nakomis Deadman. I mean, shocking, amazing, so kind of jealous that you had a conversation with her. I have not spoken to her or seen her in many, many years, but obviously the fondest memories of her and um, I mean, like I always said, or like I said earlier, you know, six-fingered plan is definitely what comes to mind when I think of her. I love that. Well, I'm going to her house soon for dinner, so I'm going to tell her you said hello, okay? Please do. Take a picture and post it. I would love to see her. I will 1,000% do that. Okay, what about Evil Dick? Um, words that come, I mean, <laughs> great player, passionate player. Um, polarizing, um, but polarizing in a way that, that makes him happy and his fans happy. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know, he was, he was a diehard fan before he started playing and, um, you know, winner is what I think. Okay. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. I love it. What about Miss Janelle? <laughs> um, I mean, larger than life. Always comes through. Soundbite queen. Oh, um, I like that. Okay. 
I mean, you know, you can always go to that girl. You know that, that something interesting is going to come out of her mouth. Just a couple more. Dr. Will. Um, <laughs> uh, charismatic. Um, good guy. I mean, I still have a very close relationship with him, so I speak with him all the time. Um, obviously, our relationship is different. I don't feel so much that he is um, a reality TV star, but more like my friend slash dermatologist. Oh. Um, <laughs> he does have great skin, I got to say. Well, thank you very much. I am, I am no spring chicken, and I can actually say a lot of, um, of what has happened um, in, in, in the, uh, in the facial area has to do with him. So, uh, oh. thankful he is, he's a really good guy. Thank you, Dr. Will. He was my original, like, big brother crush, and I, I'm still, Aww. I'm still in love with him. Great guy. Um, uh, I guess last but not least, a little a combo, Rachel and Brendan. Ugh, I mean, you know, it, Rachel will always be the go-to girl you know i mean i just i i don't always when when i was casting big brother i didn't always go to um open calls around the country and um i went to the vegas open call just on a whim i remember meeting her it is like it was yesterday i remember everything about her um and she is a true all-star through and through mm. um She's, I, there is not, a, you would never find me say anything negative about Rachel. Uh, Brendan, I mean, it's funny. I almost think that, like, he's Rachel's husband. Is that weird <laughs> to say that? It's not weird. It makes complete sense. <laughs> I mean, Brendan is a doll. I, listen, that's another couple. I would have never guessed those two would have been, would have fallen in love um, on the show and all these years later. Brendan has such a good soul their their kids are amazing um i think they are a great balance for each other i think that that's what makes them work um and i think that uh you know they both of them are very special to me um inside of big brother and outside of big brother and uh, a little fun fact is that rachel has been casting reality tv for a few years, and she's actually oh. working for me right now. How oh. about that? Full circle. Okay. I love to hear that. I love to hear all of that. Well, I wish her luck in her her new ventures, and you so much luck, Miss Robin. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time. It, Thank you. It has been a pleasure. Um, everyone, make sure you are keeping an eye on Miss Robin on Instagram at casting. That's K-A-S-S-T-I-N-G. She's got a lot of great stuff coming out this year and in the years to come. And make sure you do, like I said at the beginning of the episode, tell your friends about the podcast, subscribe, give us five stars, keep an eye out because we've got a lot more great guests coming up. We'll see you soon. Bye, y'all. The sound for this episode was produced and engineered by Nick Shane. When it comes to looks and smarts, I'll give you five out of five kisses. Every time I hear you mock, I wish that I can be your missus.